0: Tell me what this is and I'll let you leave. There's no smoking in here.
1: Too bad. This is Australian Federal Agent Alexander's. Don't let his accent fool you. He's smart.
0: Tell you what. You tell me what it is and I'll give you a copy. That's what you want, isn't it? Content for your little radio show?
1: I'll hold you to
2: that.
0: But first, I need you to tell me what this is.
1: It your way. Something tells me he isn't a good guy.
3: I, Brian Wells, and a team of four scientists were sent to investigate an unknown object buried deep in the Australian desert. Our mission, identify its origin, harness its power. But that mission was lost. We lacked respect, and that power is out now. We're in jeopardy, and we haven't the power to destroy it. If you're hearing this, please know. I'm so sorry. This ends whenever you want it to. Just tell me what I want to know. <laughs> tell me what you know about Brahma. <laughs> I understand you want me to explain how Rama works, but I'm sorry. I don't think I can do that.
0: Poor guy. Sounds like he's on his way to a firing squad. Heard the name Rama before? What do you want? Your brother's caught in some serious shit here. What I want to know is how deep that shit is.
1: Is he alive? I'm not sure. At the time, I didn't listen. The things he said were crazy. But he was right.
0: Listen, I'm not after Brian. I want to help him, but to do that, I need your help. Hannah. Can I call you Hannah? I want you to help me catch a monster.
4: Police, fire, ambulance. Hello, police, fire, ambulance.
5: It's been, it's been fire.
4: Hello, are you there? Uh,
5: smoke, has, it's
4: What is your emergency? Uh,
5: there's gonna be dead. I don't know how many dead, there's hundreds.
4: Okay, sir. Stay on the phone with me. What's the address? It's
5: called Black Hill. It's off the highway, uh, south, south of Darwin.
4: Sir, I can't find Black Hill in our database. For
5: fuck's sake, you don't know it? Come on, we need help here. Oh, uh, no, cut the gas! What the fuck is that, knowledge.
4: Are you with me? Hello, sir. Are you there,
1: sir? At first, the dispatch operator thought it was a prank call. Some guy with nothing better to do. Then she realized it could be true.
6: Air
4: 491, this is dispatch. Please respond, over.
5: Dispatch, this is Air 491. Go ahead, over. Air
6: 491, what is your current location? Over.
1: The pilot was able to quickly locate the flames in the night sky. Emergency services arrived on site three hours later. A local news station only caught wind of the story after some teenager posted a photo to Twitter.
4: If you're just joining us, A remote facility known only as Black Hill, 200 kilometers southeast of Darwin, exploded into flames shortly after 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ground crews are in the early hours of a search and rescue mission. Our ABN affiliate Claire Summer is on site and joins us now. Claire, what can you tell us?
6: Thanks, Paula. I'm here at the Black Hill facility, and as you can see, there's a small fire and rescue crew fighting desperately to stop the blaze. But what's unusual is…
0: Ma'am, it's not safe to be here.
6: Wait, you're American? You
0: need to stay back. Hey,
6: don't touch me.
0: Get behind the fence.
6: Who are you? Get off me, get your hands off me. It's for
0: your own protection.
6: Is that why you have masks?
0: The mask is standard.
6: It doesn't look very standard.
0: Step back from the gate. Are
6: people in danger?
0: You'll be fine if you stay behind the fence.
6: Paula, what's unusual is the presence of a team of Americans dressed in hazmat suits treating the injured in what appears to be a quarantine station. As you just witnessed, these unidentified men are keeping us away from ground zero.
4: And Claire, what about the search and rescue operation?
6: Earlier, I spoke with Kyle Wilson, the rescue officer in charge, and here's what he had to say. Officer Wilson, can you tell us what caused the explosion?
5: We won't know the exact cause of the explosion until we get our guys underground. Our best guess, something blew up.
6: Haven't you sent in a team already? Yeah. And what happened to them?
5: We believe that hidden amongst all the air inhaled by the first response guys were some particles which caused... Severe burns uh, to their skin. Uh, The medical officers on site were able to administer emergency treatment and neutralise the burns.
6: The Americans, they're doctors.
5: That's right. As a result of their quick action, all eleven of my men are expected to make a full recovery.
6: That's good news. Who do they work for? My team. The Americans.
5: Uh, They work for us.
6: Why are they in protective suits and not you? Okay. What's the rescue plan?
5: There isn't a plan. I'm sorry? I've orders from the Deputy Commissioner to halt all rescue attempts until we get our hazmat suits in the morning.
6: Well, what's being done to assist survivors?
5: And everything we can, from the surface.
6: Can anything be done from the surface? What's happening? Officer Wilson! We've
5: got to get out of here. We've got to clear this area. Get your crew out of here. We need. I don't know what that was.
6: For the viewers at home, I'm not sure what's going on here. There's a sound, uh, but nothing on site is moving. There is no movement in the ground at all. The sound is coming from beneath us. We, we need to get out of here right now. So this is Claire Summers signing off.
0: Mate, I tell you, it's aliens. They've come down from outer space and they park parked their little things in Australia in our backyard because we've got the space. We've got the space, bro. That's why they're here.
5: Nah, man, <laughs> they've proven that aliens aren't Aren't real man. Like, and if they are, why would they
6: come here? There's nothing here. There's no water. There's no food. If they're going to come down, they're not going to come here anyway. You sound stupid. Like, listen to yourself. It, 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 the logical explanation: Australian government. have made a weapon underground, and they've stuffed it up, and it's blown up.
1: However, an expert scientist had a theory.
2: As part of my research, I recall the nocturnal activities of a colony of bats in the territory using bioacoustic monitors.
1: That's Dr. Kayla Engstrom. Director of Terrestrial Species Conservation with the Department of Environment.
2: What you're about to hear is healthy nocturnal activity. The same colony minutes before the explosion. And the exact time of the explosion. What do these recordings tell us? Well, first off, bats are not blind. In fact, they see almost as well as humans. To fly at night and to hunt, they use a remarkable system called echolocation, which uh, works a similar way to sonar. My theory is the ultrasonic discharge caused by the explosion at Black Hill Massively disrupted their biological sonar. You're saying a sound made your bats crazy? Inelegantly put, but yes, temporarily at least. And the last recording? And there you go. Enjoy
5: your tea.
2: Those were the bats dive bombing into the ground. Killing themselves? Yes.
0: You're joking, right?
1: Maybe bats had nothing to do with Black Hill, and maybe everything. Now, how about you let me make a phone call?
0: After you tell me how you came to know more about Black Hill than my investigators.
1: Google. Who I am and how I ended up here is... complicated. My name is Hannah Wells. I investigate unexplained events and unsolved mysteries. What you're listening to is the first part of my investigation into what happened at Black Hill. What you'll hear on this program are not reenactments. These are eyewitness accounts of actual events. This is not a news broadcast, or a work of fiction, this actually happened.
0: Hannah, I'm police. Out here people don't play games with police.
1: What are you saying?
0: It's a big country. Anyone can disappear. Right. Good.
1: It's impossible to contain a story like this. By morning, more had
4: leaked. Welcome back. ABN can now report the mysterious Black Hill facility was being staffed and run by advanced GEO. A little-known company that manufactures and launches satellite systems. The company is owned by reclusive billionaire Benjamin Vance, who has not been seen since his last public appearance in March 2014.
7: Thank you all for joining us today. Uh, the thoughts and prayers of Benjamin Vance and everyone at Advanced Geo are with the missing workers at the Black Hill site, the rescue crew evacuated, and their families.
1: That's Advanced Geo spokesperson Ricky Warren.
7: At this time, we're assessing every possible solution to safely securing the underground structure, and will of course offer our assistance to the various agencies involved in repairing the damage done to Kakadu National Park by this distressing accident. I'm exit. sorry,
6: you can't skip straight to clean up.
7: I assure you there's nothing mysterious to Last talk about. Last night,
6: you lost a facility under some very questionable circumstances, a facility which, in the eyes of the world, never existed. How about you talk about that?
7: If I reveal specifics about our work without authorisation from Mr Vance, our intellectual property will be worthless. I see. Thank you. So, as I was saying... So,
6: get authorization. I'm sorry? I was there last night. I saw quarantine tents filled with people after cloudy air burned through the top layers of their skin.
7: You saw burn victims being treated by doctors.
6: What doctors wear full hazmat gear? Specialists. Bullshit.
7: Listen to me. No, you You... listen
6: to me, sir. I heard something out there. We all did. It came from beneath the ground, a sound nobody can explain.
7: Whatever it is you think you heard, you're wrong.
6: I think you're guarding a secret and I want to know what that secret is.
7: We're done here.
1: For the next six days, all attempts at freeing the trapped survivors failed. But in the dark hours before dawn on the morning of January 7th, ground crews were given reason to hope.
5: Uh, at approximately 4.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, engineers stationed at Black Hill detected a signal coming from beneath the ground.
1: Police Commissioner Martin Reese
5: A team of three rescuers were assembled. By 12pm, rescuers had reached the source of the signal only to find a survivor unconscious and trapped by debris. As a result, an emergency airbag lift was the only choice they had. But unfortunately, during the operation, unstable rock overhead fell away and one of the rescuers was pinned and killed. The two remaining rescuers were able to free the survivor and return to the surface safely. ID found on the woman tells us she is 37-year-old Romanian national, Dr. Nadia Unger, but how is, did
1: Dr. Unger make contact?
5: Um, well, well uh, she was she was able to send a text message uh, to ground crews via a, a PED radio. It's a standard emergency device used in uh, underground mines that allows low-level frequency to uh, penetrate through rock.
1: What did her message say?
5: I'm told that Dr. Unger was severely injured and may have been confused due to dehydration. What did she say? Look, I'd rather not comment on this ongoing investigation, so can we we move on?
1: Wait, Unger's a suspect?
5: We're still trying to figure out exactly what happened and until we speak with Dr. Unger, we're treating it as suspicious.
6: Commissioner Reese. Commissioner Reese. Mr. Reese.
1: please. After 26 hours in surgery, Unger's lead trauma surgeon, Dr. Mark Hamilton, also spoke to the press.
5: Dr. Unger arrived via helicopter shortly after 9 p.m. in a critical condition. She was immediately prepped for surgery for various internal injuries. After 26 hours in the hard work of four of our top surgeons, she is now recovering on a sealed ward in a weak but stable condition.
6: When will Dr. Unger be fit to answer some questions?
5: Considering the seriousness of her injuries, particularly the damage to her respiratory system, burns to her skin and uh, trauma suffered by her brain, Dr. Unger has been placed on a ventilator in a medically induced coma. Due to doctor-patient confidentiality, that's all I'm authorised to release at this time. Thank you. Dr. Hamilton, Dr. Hamilton, one more question. no.
0: Hannah, if you know something, you need to tell me.
5: Before I do,
1: I need to explain a few things. Growing up, my brother was always shy. He didn't have many friends. Over lunch, he'd sit in the back of the library staring at books while the other kids played outside. He liked to read. And once he read something, he understood it. And once he understood it, he'd never forget it. His mind was unique. He struggled as a teenager, but after graduating magna cum laude from MIT, his future seemed bright. Mom cried when he landed a job at NASA. He made her very proud. But I could feel his suffering. His episodes began in 2010, the same year Mom passed. Her death changed him. He became obsessive, consumed by the idea that he could bring her back. Back from where? I I don't know. But he vanished soon after. Then, on January 1st, I received a phone call. Hey, you've called Hannah. Leave your name and number after the beep. The beep's coming. I- I hate the beep. It's such a bit.
3: Hannah, are you there? Pick up if you're there. Hannah, this is important. I need <sighs> Brandon, to speak to you. what's wrong? It's good to hear your voice. Really good.
1: What is it? You need money?
3: No. Nothing like that. I'm working on something.
1: Why are you whispering?
3: Hannah, I need to know. Is anyone with you? No. Why? What I'm about to tell you is serious. I don't know what will happen or what they'll do when this story gets out.
1: Brian, are you off your meds?
3: What? No. Yes. Yes, I am. But I'm clear. My mind is clear.
1: Yeah, that's what you said last time.
3: This time, it's different.
1: Okay. Who's they?
3: Probably the Defense Department. Maybe the CIA. I can't be sure.
1: You're being really weird, Brian. Where are you? Australia. Uh, Why are you in Australia?
3: Hannah, I don't have time. I need you to listen. It's important you hear this.
1: Right, I'm listening.
3: Two weeks ago, I received a call from Charles. Wait, you're boss at NASA? Yeah. Charles and I haven't spoken since the accident, and he sure as hell wasn't calling to catch up. He was calling because they'd found something, something buried deep in the desert, something even he and the best at NASA can't explain. What is it? My team thinks it's a source of renewable energy, but they're idiots. Wait, what team? Some very obscure scientists, experts from all over the world. I'm talking the leading minds in astrogeology, quantum physics, microbiology. I mean, everybody. They've influenced a specialist from CERN. CERN? CERN operates the largest particle accelerator in the world. I haven't seen an operation like this. Uh, Hannah, they're holding us under guard.
1: Why would they do that?
6: Mr. Wells, we should go. Oh, shit. Brian, are you coming? Who's
3: that? Nobody. Look, I gotta go, but, Hannah, this thing we found, this place, there's something wrong. With what? With all of it. I'll call again when I know more. No, no, Brian,
1: hey, what? I never heard from Brian again.
0: But you heard something else, didn't you?
1: This was recorded four hours after Brian's call, at the time of the explosion. The call came from Brian's cell.
0: What was that?
1: That was the first time I heard the frequency.